Abraham was an immigrant. That's something to keep in mind in the midst of the controversy surrounding immigration that's going on in our country right now. Abraham, our father in faith, our great spiritual ancestor, was an immigrant. That's clear from what we read in the book of Genesis, beginning with the passage we heard today in our first reading, where Abraham is commanded by God to leave his native place, which was the city of Ur in ancient Mesopotamia. The Lord says to him here, Go forth from the land of your kinsfolk and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. That land, of course, was the land of Canaan, described as a land flowing with milk and honey, otherwise known to us as the Promised Land. And it's clear when he finally did make it to this land that God would someday give to his descendants, Abraham understood that at that point he was a foreigner. For example, in Genesis 23, after his wife Sarah dies, Abraham goes to the Hittites and he says to them, Although I am a resident alien among you, sell me from your holdings a burial place that I may bury my deceased wife. As Catholics, we are all spiritual descendants of a great and courageous immigrant of the ancient world. Patriarch Abraham. In addition to that, most of us, probably almost all of us, are the natural descendants of immigrants from other countries in the modern world. Some of us might even be immigrants ourselves. Because of that, because this issue of immigration is one that has touched all of us in some way, I thought it would be a good idea this morning to briefly review with you what the Catholic Church teaches officially on this subject. That's important for us to know. Let me be clear about something as I begin before I get into this. My purpose in my homily today is not to propose concrete solutions to the current problems involving legal and illegal immigrants in this country. Quite frankly, I'm a priest and that's not my role. Hashing out those particulars is the job of our legislative and executive branches of government. And it's not easy. Talk to any civil official and they will tell you these are not easy questions surrounding immigration. And this is one reason why we constantly pray for our civil leaders in our prayer of the faithful on Sunday mornings. And it's why we should remember our president and our legislators, our state and national legislators, in our personal prayers each and every day. Wisdom is needed here to find the right answers to the many questions surrounding immigration in our country and the securing of our borders. And wisdom is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So our leaders need the Spirit's help whether they're conscious of it or not. But even though I won't offer any specific solutions this morning, what I will do is share with you briefly the Church's official moral teaching on how to deal with immigrants from other countries. That, after all, is my role as a priest. I do it because even here in our own state, there's been a lot of confusion lately as to where Catholics should stand 
on these kinds of issues. No doubt one of the reasons for the confusion is that the Church, in her official teaching, does not propose specific laws. Nor should she. Rather, the Church merely sets forth the moral principles that should guide a given society in formulating its laws. This means that good people can embrace the same guiding principles and yet disagree on some of the particulars of a particular law. We'll see some examples of that in a moment. Now, whenever we have a question on any issue regarding faith and morals, the first place we should always look is the Catechism of the Catholic Church. With that in mind, listen now to what the Catechism says about all this in paragraph 2241. The more prosperous nations are obliged, to the extent that they are able, to welcome the foreigner in search of the security and the means of livelihood which he cannot find in his country of origin. Public authorities should see to it that the natural right is respected that places a guest under the protection of those who receive him. Political authorities, for the sake of the common good for which they are responsible, may make the exercise of the right to immigrate subject to various juridical conditions, especially with regard to the immigrants' duties toward their country of adoption. Immigrants are obliged to respect with gratitude the material and spiritual heritage of the country that receives them, to obey its laws, and to assist in carrying civic burdens. The first point made there is that prosperous nations have a moral obligation before God to welcome at least some foreigners into their countries. Well, I think it's safe to say that we are one of the more economically blessed nations on the face of God's good earth right now. So clearly, this message applies to us. Of course, it's very interesting. The Catechism immediately qualifies this principle by saying that we're obliged to welcome foreigners to the extent that we are able to. That, therefore, obviously, is one issue that good people can and will disagree on. Where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line in terms of numbers? How many immigrants are too many? Now the corollary to that principle is that nations also have the right, as well as the duty, to secure their borders. We need to be clear about it. This idea of people sneaking over national boundary lines whenever they feel like it is not a Catholic idea. It's not something the Catholic Church supports. The Catechism says political authorities may make the right to immigrate subject to various juridical conditions, like passing through a border checkpoint and having the proper government documentation. Now, does that mean that a wall is needed on our southern border with Mexico? No, it doesn't necessarily mean that. 
Here is yet another example of an issue that good Catholics can disagree on. Border security, however, is non-negotiable. In some form, that is necessary according to Catholic teaching. Catechism goes on to say that those who are welcomed into another country should receive respect, appropriate help, and legal protection. That idea, along with every other principle of Catholic moral teaching, is rooted in the notion that every single human being has a fundamental, God-given dignity, since every human person is created in the image of God. But notice it's not a one-way street. Immigrants are to be respected, they are to be helped, they are to be protected, yes, but according to the Church's teaching, they also have duties and responsibilities to the citizens of the country that's been good enough to take them in. And among these responsibilities is the responsibility to obey that country's laws, including, I dare say, its immigration laws and its anti-terrorism laws, and to, and here I quote, assist in carrying civic burdens. That includes paying taxes like the rest of us. So obviously it's a good idea to vet those who are seeking permanent residence in our country to weed out potential criminals and terrorists and others who have no intention whatsoever of fulfilling their duties and responsibilities as immigrants. Our government has the obligation to do that for the safety of our citizens and for the sake of the good people who want to come to the United States for a better life, as so many of our ancestors did. So there you have it, the basics of Catholic Church teaching on a very complicated and, of course, as we know, a very controversial subject. Because of the complexities, because of the strong emotions surrounding this issue right now, I think it would be a good idea to close today with a little prayer, specifically a prayer to our Blessed Mother, our Blessed Mother who is called the Seat of Wisdom. We need to pray to her that our civil leaders will be given the wisdom to find the answers, to find a way to keep our citizens safe and at the same time welcome the Abrahams of our world into this land flowing with milk and honey that we are blessed to live in, the United States of America. And so we pray together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen.